Hi, I'm your host, Christina Hubbard, and this is the Creative and Free Podcast, where creative hearts come fully alive to the pursuit of joy. This is episode number 16, Write a Letter to Your Pain. In the last episode, number 15, I guided you through a meditation to name your suffering in order to bless it. In this episode, I will be sharing a letter I wrote to a tough season in my life, 2019, and then I will guide you through a process to write a letter to your own pain so you can speak new life into your experience with the help of the Holy Spirit. Have you seen the t-shirts that say 2020, I wouldn't recommend? It's funny and true, but it saddens me a bit as well, because I believe 2020 has something deep and meaningful to teach us. Yes, we have a lot of problems, pandemic and racial injustice and so much confusion and uncertainty, but pain in itself is not bad or evil. Pain is a signal that something needs mending. Suffering is a part of all of us and how we frame it in our lives and how we speak about it to ourselves really does matter. Last year, I had a significant season of trial in 2019. It was a life-altering experience of taking care of someone during trauma and crisis. And as it goes when we care for someone close to us, that crisis and trauma became a part of my story as well. It was a time that I struggled to even take care of myself. It was scary, tiring, lonely, humbling, and very disorienting. I wanted 2019 to be over and life to go back to normal. Maybe 2020 is feeling like that for you. That year lasted longer than I thought with circumstances I never, ever thought I'd have to walk through. At the end of it, in December, I was happy simply to still be standing. On another level, I wanted to forget that time had even happened at all. When January rolled around, I realized that if I wasn't gut-level honest with God about my feelings and that I, I didn't reframe it, I would fall prey to resentment and shame. So I found it really helpful to write out a blessing on that year, that year that I wanted to just forget. It created a renewing energy in me that enabled me to take some bold steps in the new year and really approach 2019 as a teacher and today it is still doing that for me. Dante Stewart has a quote. He says, joy doesn't always change my problems, but joy does change my perspective. It is not a theory. It is not a feeling. Joy is a discipline. Joy is a resistance. Joy is a profound commitment to one's future beyond resistance. It is the willingness to never give up up on ourselves. And that's what this is. Choosing joy. Committing to awareness and hope. 
We never give up on ourselves because God never gives up on us. So I wanted to read you the letter that I crafted and then lead you through how to write your own. Maybe you want to write it to this time of pandemic, quarantine, uh, the racial tension, or some other difficult circumstance in your life. And hopefully in last week's meditation, you were able to name it. Name that suffering and then to begin to, to speak blessing over it. Two thousand nineteen, blessing the year I wanted to forget. Dear two thousand nineteen, you were the year I wanted to write off. Forget you ever happened. I'll take a picket fence or an easy button instead. Bring the change, escape, something different, anything but you. You were ongoing trauma, a year of waiting rooms and recoveries caregiving and legalities, emotions, turmoil, and asking for help. You nearly wrecked me to bits with blows and burial. I floated in a fog of overwhelming disbelief. I sat in numbness. To cope, I wrapped myself in blankets of psalms and sweated with a fever of what felt like every feeling all at once for months. I drove to a lake in the early mornings to sit in silence. I wanted to hear nothing or anything. You were hard, unbelievable, inconceivable, unutterable circumstances. Even now, my body remembers, wants to protect, deflect, and tenses, saying, don't go there again. I want to blot you out, but I can't. You have something for me. I can smell it. That sounds funny to say, yet it's like pine and ash on a startling, frigid midwinter day. My shoulders tense as I walk. There's snow and I've been plodding along for a while and I've barely noticed how setting light stretches its blue shadowy arm long before me and beckons. I relax a little. The poet Jane Kenyon writes, the soul's bliss and suffering are bound together. Can this pain simultaneously hold blessing? You stand before me, a white-tipped spruce, planted firm, rousing me to remember. I will recount the good. I must. Yes, even darkness, in its extravagance, crowds around the light. 2019, you made me a doubter and a believer. You made me sit down and shut up. You forced me to listen to people, God, myself. You stripped me of independence and gave me heldness. You rooted out pride and handed me a mustard seed of trust. You whispered worthiness through humility, rescue through reliance. You quieted my heart. You taught me to endure. I call you good because you gave me that too. Long stretches of solitude, retreats, rescues, Birthdays, breath, holy days, hidden poetry, coffees with friends, long walks and bold foxes crossing late night paths, talks, runs, worship, a week of 
uninterrupted writing. Colorado sunsets, snuggles, thoughtful hours and piles of good books with thoughts to seep into my soul and change me. There's more, of course. Learning to listen, lives saved, weight lifted, voices expressed. A coyote on a frozen lake and wings built right under where I sleep. Yes, more, but I have not the room or the time to write them here. 2019, your light startles me. You stare through the tree straight to the quick of my core. You dare me to bless you. Tell me first, what is it like to be pure mystery? What is it like to not even know what God is going to do with you? Do you have an inkling? Yes, I ask a lot of questions. You were, as they say, brutal. You were hard and you were lovely, not so unlike me. We are instruments of beauty so starred and shining best when we conform to the will of the one who made us, indwells us, and redeems our being. That is what this is, a reshaping of imagination. What I think about you determines how you and I will live from this day on. Oh, what a fight I put up. I'm sure there will be days I still struggle to see your good and to forgive us both again. So I let go. I trust your teaching. I bow in humble hope. And I release. Before I go, may I bless you. 2019, I breathe on you well wishes and wholeness into our shared memories. Thank you for the hardship. Thank you for the joy, wonder. Thank you for peace which only comes through wilderness. I call you by name, blessed year. Teaching, befriending, undoing, and remaking. Thank you for all of it, what is seen, unseen, and someday to be grasped. A quick note, this practice is for you if you've already been doing work around your pain or your trauma, hopefully within community or with a spiritual friend. If your pain is fresh or you don't feel ready to look at square in the eyes today, save this for another time. This practice may bring up more stuff for you, and that's okay. I encourage you to speak to a trusted counselor or friend who can provide support, and I think that's just a wise practice anyway, to share our ourselves vulnerably with, with a trusted friend who can listen and just say yes and amen to what we've experienced. Hopefully in last week's meditation, you were able to name your pain. And if you haven't listened to that, go back. I think it's a good practice to, to go through that pre-blessing, so to speak, and do that before writing a letter to your pain. So What you need for this is a place to be quiet for about a half hour and then have a piece of paper and pen ready, or you can 
download the guide that I have in the show notes for you. Get comfy and then make notes as as you kind of guide yourself through those questions. What I'm offering today is just uh, really telling you how to do it. And then you can go and sit with God and think through and craft your letter. Uh, it's also really important, I think, to to breathe and get quiet before you start this exercise. So I like to, to inhale the name of God, whether that's um, God, Jesus, or even the Holy Spirit, and say, inhale, Holy Spirit, exhale, you are with me. And do that a few times before I enter this sacred space of writing. This exercise is broken up into six sections. Name it, describe it, react to it, learn from it, release it, and bless it. So let's begin with naming it. It's very easy. You write dear pain and you name it. Be very specific about what it is. And then, first up to the describe section, you are being very specific here of naming the circumstances, emotions, type of trauma, and physical sensations that you experience as you think about it. Using vivid imagery, strong language, uh, concrete images. If you're thinking of a moment of high anxiety, naming what happened, describing the scene, Where were you? What were you doing? Were you with someone or were you alone? And making a list of all the things that come into that space. You can also write about those sensations that you're experiencing in your body, getting clear about your senses, what you're tasting, smelling, seeing. The second section is react excuse me, the third section is react. And this is exploring your reactions, being aware of, of those physical sensations you named, but now let's, let's move that into the body. What are the thoughts and emotions, the different levels and those automatic responses that we have? So what was your gut reaction? Jot it down. How did you cope? And as you do this, it's really important to keep breathing Write down the thoughts that you experience as you think of your emotions, your reactions. What what are you feeling? And then the fourth section is the learn section. This is the most challenging section, I think, because some of us may not quite be, we, we might not have thought about how, how can I learn from my pain? Um, our society teaches us to push pain away, to get rid of it at all costs. Um, pain is not a teacher in Western culture, but that's what we're trying to do is to redeem that idea and to learn what it can teach us. 
So the poet Jane Kenyon says the soul's bliss and suffering are bound together. And this is the challenge for us, right? What does that mean to you and your story? We can drill down even further and think, what surprises did I find in my pain? Or am I finding now? If you dare to call your suffering or your pain good, what could happen? What could it teach you? What has it opened the door to? What is it whispering? I love this question. What light do you hold for me, pain? And what virtues am I building because of this? The fifth section is the release section, and this is where you're going to release whatever is unholy and necessary about the pain. As you talk to it, you are choosing to let go of anything that has a grip on you that you don't want, and you're choosing to carry forth only what is good. Now, this is a process, and it involves forgiveness which is also an ongoing process. So we have to have patience with ourselves on the journey. I think it's helpful to say, as I am able, not as I'm not able, but as I am able, I forgive you. As I am able, I release. And the last section is blessing. This is where you're saying thank you and sending forth. You're, you're sending forth really a, a peace upon your pain. I wrote in my letter, I said, blessing, I exhale on you well wishes and wholeness into our shared memories. Thank you for the hardship. Thank you for peace, which only comes through wilderness. I call you by name. I call you blessed, blessed pain. And I named it again, teaching, befriending, um, remaking and undoing me. Thank you for all of it. All the seen, unseen, and all the mystery, the things that I don't understand yet. And this again is maybe a step that you, you want to do, um, we hear that phrase, fake it till you make it. Sometimes blessing is a faking it until we can do it. Um, and we just do as we can, as we are able, not as we can't. And this is a work of the Holy Spirit. It's a grace given to us that only God can do in our lives. So if you're not quite there yet, it's totally okay. This is something you could come back to at a later date and, and work through it, maybe with someone so there you have it you name it describe it react learn release and bless I've included a printable guide in the show notes to help you craft your letter, as well as a link to the letter I wrote to 2019. 
Whatever your pain holds for you, please know this, that the tensions and irreconcilable juxtapositions do have purpose. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit will help you to see the gifts and the redemption this side of eternity. And also know that through God's grace, that we have the power to create life with our words for ourselves, our memories, and thus for our present and our future. And of course, for those around us. I'd love to know how you experienced this exercise as well as the meditation from last week. You can leave me a brief voicemail, 60 seconds or less. It's pretty short, but uh, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash creative and free. And you can always send me an email by going to christinahubbard.com slash contact. Thank you for listening. Next time, Josh Banner, who is a multifaceted artist, spiritual director, and host of the Invitation Podcast will join me. He will be with me for several episodes as we explore faith and art, contemplative prayer practices for creative people like you. This is a new format with a monthly in-depth interview that will be spaced out over a couple of episodes with the featured artist. To go along with the multi-episode interview, we'll be providing a practice. It might be spiritual or artistic or both all wrapped into a good, beautiful ball for you to help you encounter God in your creative space. Remember, joy is a choice, a resistance, and a disciplined art. Until then, in the words of John O'Donohue, may you find in yourself a courageous hospitality toward what is difficult, painful, and unnecessary.